if you add a clear goal, a clear vision, a clear idea of what it is that you want, you match that up with accountability, and then you do that inside of a community, you're pretty much setting yourself up to win. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Well, my fellow Satorians, it has come to our attention that many of you are not yet aware of some massive news in the Satori Prime world. So let me let you in on a not so little secret right now. So Guy and I have recently created an app that you can now download on your iPhone or your Android device just by searching for Satori Prime in either iTunes or the Google Play Store. Or if you want, you can even download it directly to your desktop by going to app satoriprime.com and the reviews are in and they are lively things like life-changing i love the gamification i share this with everyone in my life and my favorite how is this free so if you want to join your fellow satorians in our very own exclusive community then like i said head either to your itunes or google play store and search for satori prime or simply go to app.satoriprime.com and install it on your desktop So as soon as you join, what we're going to do is we're going to give you access not only to our amazing community, we're also going to give you access to a completely free 10-part transformational mini-series that we've never released anywhere else. And this is where you can begin to uncover all of these limiting beliefs and start upgrading them. Things like money, overwhelm, procrastination. You'll get to see how you can create accountability in your life like never before, and you'll get to experience life in a whole new way. So if you haven't done so already, come join our Satorian family today. Make sure to go download that app. And now it's time for the episode. Today, we're going to have a very interesting conversation um, about why you procrastinate. So something else I want to do is, so while we're discussing procrastination, uh, every week where we do this, it's really important that you guys specifically hone in on some area of life that's being impacted currently. Whether it's, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's wrong in that area, but something that you're working on, something you want to upgrade, it could appear or seem as something is wrong in that area too. That's fine. Um, don't make wrong about that. But it, it, you should definitely have some area of life that you're always looking through so that whatever we're talking about, you can look at it and apply it to the area of life. Otherwise, it's just kind of like this general well-being thing. And uh, we find that not to be nearly as effective. So Elon's going to do an intro here, but um, if you could pull out a paper and a pen, and then pick an area of life that you want to go to work on. And specifically in the world of procrastination, meaning you know, you're know you not taking action in this area, even though you know that you should be or you could be, uh, you know, write down two or three reasons why you're not taking that action. Yeah, You could kind of do that in the background while uh, Elon's doing the intro here. So yeah, that's, uh, that's a good place to start. And the other thing that I'd love for you guys to let us know is why you procrastinate. So what are the reasons, if you could just type in this box here, whether in the chat box or the Q&A box, uh, 
Why do you procrastinate in your life today? I'm sure you do. It's just one of those things that is very human to do. It's very ego-driven to do because our ego is naturally lazy. But I'm curious to know why. Here's basically why. There's three main reasons why human beings procrastinate or don't get their work or the things or achieve their goals that they want. And those are one, and these are writer downers. One is there's no clarity. Okay. That's number one. Two is even if you have clarity, most people don't have accountability, structure of accountability. And three is community. And those are kind of the things that we're going to start working on is how do you create all of that. So what we've done with the Have It All Academy and the whole idea behind the Have It All Live experience is just that. It's how to create clarity, accountability, and community, right? And when you have those things, you actually stop procrastinating. So Star Art, yeah, you wrote not knowing exactly what to do, which is, you know, to my point, clarity. And Prem, I would venture to say that frustration comes from lack of one of those three things or multiples of those three things, right? You're frustrated by the fact that you're not achieving certain goals. But if we add, and we're going to show you, if you add a clear goal, a clear vision, a clear idea of what it is that you want, you match that up with accountability, and then you do that inside of a community you're pretty much setting yourself up to win. And that's really what we're, we're all about here, right? Having it all. So, uh, bro, do you want to say anything? No, I thought that was a really, really good summary. All right. So let's, let's go one by one of these things. And then um, there's a few sub-distinctions within this conversation that we want to share with you guys as well. So the first one, which a few of you guys already alluded to, is clarity. Without clarity, you... It's really funny. What was the what was the line that uh, somebody told you about angels looking through your eyes? Oh, uh, Pam told me that. She said uh, to imagine like angels sitting behind your head and whatever you can create, you know, like with your imagination, just like see with your eyes, and they'll uh, they'll help you create that in the world. So, in other words, angels are there. God, energy, universe, whatever the heck you want to call it, is always there looking to provide for you what you want. The reason, as we've spoken about in a few of the other series, is different parts of you have to align. So the conscious mind has to align with the unconscious mind. And that's what we're, we're shooting for is that alignment. However, without a clear goal, a clear vision, it's almost near impossible for that to happen. Because if you don't actually know what it is you're aiming for, there's really no chance of it happening. There's an awesome story about a, um, a monk who's teaching this, this apprentice and the monk's gift or the thing that he's mastered over the decades and decades and decades, he's a very old master, is archery. And he's teaching this boy all these life lessons and they're always out in the forest and they're hunting and shooting targets. Wow. Yeah. Blanked on that one. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just kept seeing bullseye in my head. Yeah. 
And this monk never missed, literally never, ever missed. So as long as, you know, for the multiple decades that the students been in with them, the monks never missed. And so he wants to teach a boy a lesson and he puts on a pair of uh, blindfolds and he stands fairly close to the target. And he says to the student, hey, do you think I can hit this target? Now, the kid had never seen this monk miss. So obviously his response was, yeah, absolutely. And so the... Monk, sure enough, pulls back, sets up, fires the arrow, and misses wildly. I mean, like, doesn't even hit the target. And takes off his blindfold, and he says to the kid, it doesn't matter how good you are at something, you'll never hit a target that you can't see. Mm -hmm. And clarity, the reason everyone talks about writing down your goals and goal setting, and different people have programs, you know, we we believe in 90-day goal setting, and People will have yearly goal setting and five-year goal settings and other people will break down goals into life goals and financial goals and family goals and health goals and all these different things is because without clarity in an area, there's absolutely no shot of you hitting that target. So the first thing as Star and Prema perfectly alluded to is clarity. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, there's no way that you can hit that target. One of the reasons that people procrastinate a lot is because if you don't physically know where it is you're going, then you will just procrastinate, right? Because think about this. If you were to go kind of off of the line that guy said, if you were going to go onto a journey, okay, and you said you wanted to go to, I don't know, let's say Rome, okay, and you had no idea which way to even start going, what are the chances that you will get up, pack your bags, and end up down that road? Absolutely none. None. Because to your conscious and unconscious mind, you're like, I don't even know what I'm doing yet. So there's absolutely no point to start. Because one of the things that we all know we hate is failing, right? And if there's no clarity, there's no way that we could possibly succeed. So the first thing you have to get, like if you are procrastinating in a certain area of life, the first question you ask yourself is, do I have clarity in what it is that I actually want to achieve? Mm. And if the answer is no, or if the answer is kind of, then that should be the first place to look because without that, you'll never even leave the starting gate. The second piece is a piece that we believe in massively, and that is accountability. So yes, you can have clarity and you can write out your goals and how many of you guys have written amazing goals and had amazing visions of what you wanted to happen and nothing ever happened. All of us, right? What was, I don't, I'd never forget the name of that movie, but it was like, I remember the, the one with the birthday wish. He, uh, the, the guy plays kind of like a, a comedic devil of sorts and there's a birthday, he's at the birthday and he's, he made friends with this guy and it's his friend's birthday. And the guy goes to blow out the candles and he says, everyone asks, you know, Hey, what did you wish for? And he's like, Oh, I can't tell you, you know, it, it won't come true. Oh, it's a uh, bedazzled. Is that what it is? Bedazzled? With, uh, what's her face? The very good looking British actress and Brendan Fraser. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's and- what you're talking about. And, she, and I don't know, the devil, I don't know if that's what it was, but basically the devil laughs to his friend. He's like, suckers, I, I made them believe that. Mm-hmm. Because the devil knows that if you don't speak your desires into existence and you don't share them with others, then there's, there's almost zero chance that you're going to accomplish them. Mm-hmm. And so 
Accountability is massive. We did a 30-day meditation challenge in our Have It All Academy, in our actual coaching group. And when we created this game, this 30-day meditation game, all it was was whenever you wanted during the day, for at least five minutes a day, meditate. We didn't care how guided, not guided, with this music, that music, during the day, with headphones, without. It didn't matter to us. It was like every day for 30 days, you do this. And if you don't do it, you we had a, a group chat going back and forth and you would honor like I did it today. I didn't do it today, et cetera, et cetera. And three of the people who are the most resistant to this, mm-hmm. who had time issues, they could never figure out how to do it right issues, all of these things are to this day, the ones that have not missed a day. Why? Because we put together a community. Well, we'll get to that in the third place, but we put together accountability where we had one goal. Everyone knew what that goal was, right? The outcome of the goal was irrelevant, but like the goal was do this for 30 days and we had accountability. So what would happen is, and this is an interesting part with peer pressure. It's like, Peer pressure can be used in very positive ways, right? It's not only to get kids to do drugs or drink or whatever it is. It's like it can actually work in your favor. And what we noticed as a community was that on the days that you kind of missed your window and you were like, ah, I'd skip it. And you know that on any other given circumstance, you'd be like, ah, whatever, I'll skip it. I'll just do it tomorrow. You had eight to 10 to 15 people in the group like, Oh, I did it today. It was amazing. Oh, I did it today. It was amazing. You're like, damn it. I got to do it today. You know? And even though that might not be the best way to, to necessarily go and meditate, it's just about creating that habit. Well, I, I also think public accountability leverages uh, the phenomenon of looking good, right? So humans are um, quite obsessed with the idea of looking good. And I don't just necessarily mean like physically looking good. I mean, like not being embarrassed and how we look to our peers and that's why people strive for money and luxury and all these kind of things. Like we perceive that by projecting certain things, it looks good. Um, it's the same reason why, um, you know, if you trip down uh, a sidewalk, like you trip over a crack or even if the crack's not there, you turn around and like blame the sidewalk because you don't want to mess with your feeling of looking good. So that's a human phenomenon. Everyone experiences it. Everyone's looking good for you. You're looking good for everybody else. Which means that instead of trying to overcome that phenomenon, which seems to be unlikely or nearly impossible, you might as well leverage it. So public accountability leverages looking good. And that's why when everyone gets involved in the game and you see everyone playing, it starts looking not good to you to not play the game. So in those moments, you're like, I don't really want to. And you're like, damn it, they're going to know. you know. <laughs> and then you just do it. But it's a great way to form a habit because over time, the more you do it, the more you find that the excuse around time or money or uh, the resistance to doing it because you're like, well, I don't know what I'm getting out of this. doesn't matter. Because as you start doing the process, it becomes, you start having insights and clarity over why it is that you're doing it in the first place. And I think this will go back to uh, what Elon's talking about is uh, gaining clarity. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then that's, that's that second piece. Now, I will tell you that even if you have clarity, but you don't share that goal with somebody else. So I'll give you a great example. A lot of people are all about losing weight, getting healthier, et cetera, et cetera. The problem is that I had a friend here literally this weekend and she's in a really, really good shape. And she complained to me the other day that 
she's she would be in much better shape, but she has such a sweet tooth that she'll eat multiple candy bars a day. I have a massive sweet tooth, massive. But for me, my wife and I have set up accountability whereby we don't we don't keep snack food in our house. Like we'll have certain, you know, dried fruits and things like that. And this girl's like, dry fruits? Who, who says it's a snack? But in our world, we realize that if we have candy bars and things like that in our house, we will consume them. Mm-hmm. So as a team, we hold each other to account and we say, okay, listen, we keep this out of the house. I'm telling you, I swear that there's absolutely no way I would be able to do that on my own. Like zero chance of that happening on my own. I have a massive sweet tooth and I could just sit here and eat pints of ice cream like to no end. I've seen it. So, yeah, guys have seen it. So without sharing that, hey, God, hey, friend, hey, husband, hey, wife, hey, coworker, I'm playing this game. One of the best things of this I've ever seen was uh, I heard some woman was going to quit smoking and she made basically like business cards that said, I'm quitting smoking. If you ever see me smoking a cigarette, you're allowed to X, whatever it is, right? And she went and handed this to every single person that she knew, people at work, all of her family, all of her friends, except for one guy, the one guy that she really, really liked. Because she was afraid that if she handed this to him, like she would actually do this, right? She would actually have no way to wiggle out because she wants to impress him, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) So finally, obviously, her friends convinced her to give it to him and she quit, you know, and it's I thought it was just a genius, genius uh, way to do this. So that's accountability. And when you put accountability and clarity together, you pretty much have almost the full uh, trifecta there. The third piece, which kind of, you know, we're hinting at here with accountability is community. So think about this. Let's use the weight example again. If you're you know what? I'm going to switch topics because I know Star has, has messaged me a few times about money and mindset and, and all that kind of stuff. So I want to switch to money. You surround yourself with people that have shitty money conversations. And that's not something that you chose consciously. You chose it subconsciously. You like to surround yourself with people in pods, if you will, that are of the same similar points of view on life. And and by the way, this is a a human phenomenon as the identity forms. Part of the design of the identity is to actually have you immediately go spend time with individuals, groups, and organizations that have agreement for what you believe is so about the world, what you believe is so about your identity, you know, what you believe so about everything. And we interact or one of the ways that we test whether things are true in reality is through agreement. So in order for the identity not to feel threatened all the time, it puts itself in environments where the conversation always feedback loops what you already believe. And if you really think about it, throughout our entire lives, most of us like to think that we're very worldly and open-minded people. But studies will show that your average person that has about five best friends throughout a lifetime. Five. Okay? Now, let's expand that out and say you had 50 best friends. So these are the people you know really, really well in the world, Right? Now, on the planet, as an estimate, we think, or at least that's what they tell us, that there's about 7.3 billion people. If you were to take the percentage of the 50 people that you know really well, 
I don't know what percentage that is, but I imagine there's a lot of point and then a lot of zero zeros after that. And then a one, like somewhere like way, way down there. So that's how much you actually know about the people in the world. How many of us walk around like that? So think about why you've instinctively chosen these people to be around you. Are they the people that are like constantly berating you and telling you things aren't the way that they are or like trying to coach you? No, they're like, yep. You know, they, you say something, you complain about it. And they're like, yep, you're right. It's all about creating agreement for the way that we believe the world is. And we do this totally naturally. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I just wanted to pause here for a second and tell you about something that I realize many of you have no idea about. So Guy and I have just released a brand new advanced training. So after hundreds of emails and questions constantly asking us, well, how do I have it all? How do I have it all? We've created the five pillars to having it all. So if any of the things we share with you here on the podcast have resonated with you, then I'd like to invite you personally to an all new training. Now you can register for the next live class by heading to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. There you'll be able to register for the next live class. Or if you're one of these people that I need it now, you can always just watch the latest replay on that page as well. This, by the way, my friends, is a robust in-depth training that will help you clearly see what's currently stopping you in any area of your life, be it your health, your relationships, your finances, or simply just maybe you want to manifest that big dream. It will help you with all of that. So again, go check it out by going to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. And now back to the podcast. Because of that, you've put yourself in these places. Now, some of you guys already know that when you start to vibrate at different vibrations, and we spoke about this, you seem to release these people, sometimes in natural, great ways, and other times not so pleasant, great ways for for either party. Mm -hmm. Having said that, though, as you start vibrating at different frequencies, as you start having different thoughts, different conversations, you will naturally gravitate towards those conversations and away from all these others. Mm. So when people have shitty money conversations, generally, if you look around, the people around you as well have shitty money conversations. And it's only when you delve into a new group that has a lifted conversation around money that you even see the disparity. Because up until that point, that's how life was. Right When you're secluded in your own tribe, in your own circle, yes, you might see things on TV of people living XYZ lives, but it's not real to you. It's not real to you till you put yourself in that network, in that circumstance. And I can tell you for myself- It's more accurately, you don't have, it's not, it's not accessible to you. Yeah. 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 That's a better point, better way to say it. I remember for us, as we excelled in business, we always made sure to be in groups- at the highest level that we could A, afford, and B, would honestly let us in there. Um, So it was very important for us to constantly surround ourselves with people that were thinking bigger than we were, that had bigger lives. And I don't mean money, money only. I mean, just like bigger lives. We're solving bigger problems in the world and things like that. Because whenever you, whenever you see that gap, it allows you to realize what it is that you need to do to get and fill that space. So for me, you know, for tennis, like the reason I like to play players 
who are better than me is because when I play a player who is better than me and they kick my ass, <laughs> I now know what are the things I need to work on that they do so much better than me. And that allows me to accelerate. And so when we were in these different networks and different groups, one of the things we saw early on is the amount of reading that these people do and the amount of money and time they spend on their education, whether in seminars or groups, was so beyond what we thought people were, I don't know, not even capable of is the right word, but just willing to do. Mm -hmm. And it completely shifted our mindset. So putting yourself in a community that has different conversations around the things that you want. You want to have better relationships? Surround yourself with people that have awesome relationships. You want to be healthy? The reason that someone that's overweight and comes from an overweight family has such a hard time losing weight is because the conversation in that family is very against the new conversation that this person is. So what they need to do is they need to join a gym or CrossFit or a running or biking club or something where there's other people that are up to that game. And once you do that, it's almost like through osmosis, you begin to live that. Those words, those thoughts that these people are having impregnate you and completely shift your view of life, which helps you stop where we all started, procrastinating. You want to talk about networking conversations? Just to look sure. back if you have agreements. Sure, go for it. So we have a distinction that we call network of conversations, okay? And these people, you call these like your family and friends, and uh, this is your first circle, but you can have, there could be a secondary, tertiary, and it keeps going out from there. And these are kind of like your, you can think of it as like your circle of influence. Now, if you think about the way that we interact as people, um, you know, we say hi, and then we shake hands, and then we start asking each other questions like, hey, where are you from? What do you do? Stuff like that. And what we're really engaging the person in is, is in questions that are going to elicit stories. And now the stories we tell each other are really what we're doing is we're training each other in our belief systems. So, you know, if I was to meet Prema and I start shaking her hand and we kind of go back and forth on our stories, she's going to know like guy likes this. He doesn't like that. You can communicate this to him. This pisses him off. This makes him laugh, right? Slowly but surely, I'll kind of like teach you about myself through all these stories. And now the funny part is, is that we then get in an argument with the way that our environment sees us. And we believe that it should see us some other way, even though we're the ones responsible for training them that way. And again, this is a function of our identity because our identity does this thing where it feels like everyone's making it wrong. And in contrast, we make everybody wrong for something. And we constantly hook people into our identity, kind of like putting bait out there to start conversations that will elicit our identity getting its fixed. Now, you guys all know how to do this because you know if you've been to like a dinner party or you walk into a room where you don't know anybody, you can pick out the people in the room that are going to come and dance and play with your identity, right? And just kind of like what we do. So there's all these things about doing, about understanding how you bait people. And that's really kind of an access to something. But when we have a like transformative thought, I mean, people use that word a lot. Sorry, I don't know why that's popping up. People have these transformative thoughts all the time. So let's say you have a transformative thought and outside of the circle, you're this blue triangle, right? And that's transformation has happened. And honestly, transformation is not that complicated. People make it think like, like seem like it's this big idea. Transformation is like, I'm never going to see her again, or I'm never going to see him again, or I am going to start seeing them again, or I'm never going to smoke that again. Like Elon said, I was smoking cigarettes, or I'm going to stop eating pints of ice cream. You know, like that will transform your life. If yeah. you're overweight, like no doubt. 
But we talked about agreement, right? So the, one of the ways that we test reality as humans is through agreement. Now, because when you were in an orange circle, you trained all these people to see you a specific way. Even if you have a transformative thought, the moment you step out here and start interacting with your environment and you're like not smoking anymore, you lost some weight and nobody notices because everyone's pretty much self-absorbed in their own little world. You start thinking to yourself, well, I guess the transformation didn't happen. I don't see any agreement out here. And then what happens is you start doubting your transformation and you go back to being the way that you were. Where this really works is when you start sharing, kind of like Eli mentioned in that movie, Bedazzled, if you start sharing your transformation, so you're like, hey, uh, mom, you know, like I know for the last 30 years, I've said, you know, this and this and this about food or this and this about my financial situation. And it's had this kind of impact on me. It's had this kind of impact on you. I'm not committed to that anymore. In fact, I'm taking these classes now and they're having me see X, Y, and Z. And here's what I see is possible for my financial life. And this is what I'm working towards. And if I do that, here's the impact on me. Here's going to be the impact on our family and you, et cetera, et cetera. And what you're really doing is you're re-enrolling them in a story. And now what ends up happening is that you're starting to create agreement for a new story. And this person gets enrolled and they basically become a triangle. Then you do it with your dad, with your siblings, with your best friends, right? With your coworkers. And what ends up happening is because you start sharing that transformation, you're changing the way that these people view you because you've enrolled them in a new possibility for yourself. And now what happens is when you step out into your environment, you find that there is complete agreement and your transformation becomes natural and easy. And this is one of the ways to motivate yourself or find motivation in your environment to take natural action. Most people do not share with their environment what's shifting ever. Then they start making the environment wrong for not seeing the way that they shifted. Yeah. And they get an argument with it. So it's good to keep that in the back of your mind as like an access point to transformation, to taking action. It really happens in the sharing. Transformation doesn't happen just over here. It's a phenomenon that happens in the interaction, in the relationship between you and others. So one last reminder before we wrap up here today, if you haven't already grabbed the app that all of your fellow Satorians are going gaga over, then I would recommend to do it right now. Well, I guess if you're driving, maybe not just this second, but when you get a chance, go to your iTunes or Google Play Store, search for Satori Prime and download it today. You'll get access, like I said earlier, to an amazing and life-changing 10-part mini-series. And if you want to know the clear steps to create the have-it-all life for yourself, this app is an absolute must. Like I said, and you can hear my voice, we are incredibly excited to share it with you and be with you inside of our community. So we'll see you there. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love, promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All 
Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all. And we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends. Bye.